Speaking of a new episode of Haven't Seen That One, we have a new episode of Haven't Seen That One. It's right here. Hello. Hi. I'm Becca. I'm Kenny. And we are back for episode... I really should start keeping track. You should. Because I just say, like, it's around this number. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't actually uh, number them. I just put, Mm. you know, movie title, colon, something stupid. Right. Tagline, I guess. But I think this is like episode seven or eight. Yeah. Uh, we are back, though. This week, we're going to be talking about Nomadland, as you can see from the title. Yeah. Uh, we actually kind of got spurred on to talk about it just because we did another round last week. Mm-hmm. And just because of the whole Oscar thing, we figured at the very least we should check out what won Best Picture. Yeah. And Chloe Zhao won Best Director, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think they won another one, but I kind of forget. Yeah. So we are... Going to get into your week to start things off. My week uh, was pretty boring. What's new? Got him. Um, I did get a new job this week. Hey! So I'm getting out of corporate America. Hoot, hoot. Uh, I'm going to be working for a local place around here, and I'm going to be learning a lot. It's going to be great. Going to be making yummy desserts. So, Yeah. To celebrate Becca's new job, tweet at us at HST1Pod and say, Yas Queen. Yas Queen. With the, preferably, like, the crown emoji. Yeah. Or, even better, send a picture of your favorite dessert. Ooh. There you go. So that I can learn how to make it. Yeah, DM us or tweet us at HST1Pod if you want to do that. Yeah. Trying to plug the uh, the Twitter a bit more. I'm going to baton pass this over yeah that here. was my week okay guys. Cool. That, that was it <laughs> uh if you guys follow us on twitter at hst1pod uh you probably have seen i was a lot more active at least the the past few days i'm really trying to get like that foothold in the the film twitter community or at least trying my best so if you do keep up with us on our tweets uh, i'm the one tweeting becca doesn't do no i don't do anything becca does shit all i for... sit here and i talk once a week that's it she can hardly do that <laughs> Hey, listen, I got other stuff going on, all right? No, no, I mean with how you talk, because sometimes... Oh, yeah. I mean... Well, that's just my brain. I think even last week you wanted to be cute and whatever, and I gave it to you, and you're just like, I don't know, and all the spaghetti fell out of your pocket. That's just my brain. That's what head injuries do to you, kids. Oh. Uh, So, yeah, uh, I've actually been super active on Twitter lately, trying to grow the following a bit because it's important to have a good social media presence did you want to say would you say you are horny for likes and retweets was that like a pun or what i was just trying to be funny why you know that's not your thing okay you're the the film buff remember that's your thing oh i'm the film buff okay right just kidding (laughs) it's actually kind of hard to get a a good feel on twitter because there were some people on my my own personal account I would follow, and I follow accounts now who mostly deal in, like, the news, not so much actually talking about, like, likes, dislikes, movies in general, whatever, TV shows. Unfortunately, when I when I kind of started, I fell a bit too much into, like, superhero and Star Wars Twitter, so I, I'm trying to, to... go. Well, I mean, you like what you like, totally fine. I just personally, like couldn't see myself mm-hmm. being a stan account for like a, a comic book character yeah. or anything like that if that's your thing no hate do what you love do whatever your favorite character would want you to do that's mm-hmm. fine just saying personally for me i like to see a bit more variety a bit 
people actually talking about other things as opposed to like just DC movies or just yeah. Star Wars, whatever. So please follow us. I would love to, to interact with you. And mm-hmm. you know what? Just tweet hi at us. Just just say hi and I will respond. I will say either hi king or hi queen, depending on your uh, pronoun preference. What about our non-binary pals? Help me out on that. What do I say? Can you say pal? Hi, pal. Hi, pal. With the the crown emoji? Yeah, Is that still okay? Sure. Okay, so you either get a high king, high queen, or high pal. We'll think of something better. Uh, Emoji is actually... Royalty person. (laughs) Emoji costs $2.99, though, so make sure to... uh... Did you see any of that on Twitter? That they opened up like this uh, tip jar type thing? What? I thought I told you about this. Maybe. Oh, yeah, you did. did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can... uh, donate to like your favorite which is cool i mean Mm -hmm. i know some people thought it was dumb and you know but if you support your own favorite creator yeah i mean if i could i don't know if he does but if drill has a tip jar Mm -hmm. that man is a god (laughs) if you're on twitter you gotta know drill yeah but yeah um been active on twitter uh, most of this week didn't do a whole lot except for the game that came out yesterday at time of recording resident evil 8 or resident evil village if you're cheeky it would be the other way around well it would be the other way around technically because it's resident evil village but it's the eighth installment and like on the cover they have the the v and the i and like part of the l like it looks like a roman numeral so it's eight yeah yeah Yeah. roman numeral yeah um but yeah no roman numerals okay can we move on (laughs) thank you I've been playing that. Not going to talk about spoilers, obviously. If you guys are playing it, you know, keep going at it. I haven't even finished it yet, but probably at the time of this uploading or close to it, it'll probably be wrapping up for me. It's a lot of fun. I'm usually not one for survival horror. Um, I've played, I played a few hours of RE2 Remake. Excuse me. I did not play RE3 Remake. And I played a little bit of RE7 over the years, I mean, that game's been out since, I think, 2015 or 16, if I can remember correctly. It's a lot of fun. I'm not one for survival horror, like I said, but I was having a ton of fun. Just, uh, I, I'm a really big fan of the, the whole atmosphere. Like, I mean, if you've seen the trailers, you know, there's werewolves and there's vampire mommies. And do they step on you? Do they not? I don't know. It's up to you to play the game. Maybe they know, do. I don't know, but she do got a fat ass, though. She do. It's actually funny. One of the characters you meet, like, references. How Her fat like, ass? How thick and curvy she is. Man. It's actually funny. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'll probably maybe go into depth a little bit more next week once it's been out a bit longer, once people have time to actually finish it yeah i don't want to throw spoilers around for people who are still no. making their way through it or have not been able to start it yet <clears throat> but yeah that was pretty much my week you got nothing to piggyback on no no i well i haven't really seen you play resident evil that much just because i haven't been home but from what i've seen i mean it looks pretty cool yeah for sure but like i said that's probably maybe 15 minutes in total because i've just been super busy so but uh yeah some of the things that you've shown me uh, really gross there's creepy. some horrifying <laughs> shit some really gross in stuff this in game there, so <laughs> and there was um sequence later on again no spoilers yeah. but you don't really have your guns to help defend you and there is some nightmare fuel awful horrible 
just bad. It's gross. Just bad. It's gross. Leave it at bad. There is one more thing I wanted to address, and it, it doesn't really have to do with my week, but it wasn't news, so I didn't really know where to throw it in, so I'll put it in the, the middle section between the news and our weeks. Mm-hmm. I saw this Cartoon Network tier list floating around. Uh-oh. Hold on. We got cat drama. Becca can't <laughs> focus. Hold on. Let me... No. Can... Nope. Jet is eating literal garbage. She does that. <laughs> I know, but she's doing it right in front of my face. Are you going to get up and stop her? <sighs> no. Of course not. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. I saw this uh, Cartoon Network tier list that was floating around a little bit. It it, it didn't get like super popular. I, I just saw a few people uh, that I've been uh, following mm-hmm. talking about it. Um, I just wanted to address it because I was a Cartoon Network kid mm-hmm. growing up definitely preferred it over disney nickelodeon and it'll be curious to hear your thoughts yeah so we'll start we'll start at the god tier mm-hmm. i mean i there's no point in showing you the picture it, it's fine. yeah so we'll start at the god tier and we'll go all the way down to to low tier okay it's, and again this is just made by a person this is yeah. not our ranking this right. is just discussion that we wanted to have so courage the cowardly dog mm-hmm. god tier mm-hmm. obviously of course of course edda netty of course yeah Teen Titans, yes. I never really watched it. You've never watched Teen Titans? No. Teen Titans is great. Absolutely. Powerpuff Girls. I disagree with this. That should have been it. Wait. Oh, we're still in God tier, right? Yes, this is all God tier. Oh, yeah, no. It belongs there. Really? Absolutely. I didn't like... Pow- Powerpuff Girls is okay. Mm-mm. I'd probably, I loved that shit. I'd either put it top or mid tier. Nope. Really? God tier. Yeah? Powerpuff Girls, yeah. What's your argument? Uh... It's awesome. Oh, okay. Good <laughs> argument. That's it? That's really all I'm you... sorry. I I grew up on it. I thought it was a great show. I always loved it and enjoyed it, so... Okay. Well, I guess that's... Becca has spoken. I guess we can't... I've spoken. Uh, Young Justice is up here. Young Justice is great. You haven't seen it? No. I, I don't know if I'd say it's God tier. I'd probably stay it at, like, top tier. It's a good show, though. Really mm-hmm. great show. I haven't watched it since season two came out i know season three got sort of kickstarted, rebooted mm. type thing because enough fans wanted it uh samurai jack at god tier yes yes i haven't even seen the whole thing but like from the few episodes mm. i've seen yeah samurai jack is incredible uh justice league i think this is just maybe all encompassing with unlimited i'm not entirely sure they're not broken up on this list at all mm. i would put justice league up there it's great you haven't watched it yet no. there's a lot of good human elements that's actually where a lot of people got their uh, first introductions to martian manhunter too oh okay yeah that was like the first media and that this was like the 90s because mm-hmm. i think justice league was like the late 90s and then unlimited was like early 2000s and dexter's laboratory god tier yeah i i would agree with that yeah yeah it's I okay never, if you don't no i i would put it up there i just didn't i would watch it but like it wasn't like my go-to show okay gotcha uh, so we're going down to top tier. Mm-hmm. So Kids Next Door. Mm, I would have put that in God tier. I would have too. You yeah. know, I loved the shit Me out too. of Kids Next Door. That was a great show. So disagree with that. Uh, Fosters. I would. I think I would have put that in God tier as well. I, yeah, I loved Fosters I loved too. that it's, show so much. Yeah, it's and it's hard to like know if it's like rose tinted glasses or yeah. like was it actually good? Mm-hmm. But I, I still remember some of those commercials. Do you remember when, like, the Foster show was first starting and they had the commercial playing all the time with uh, Blue and the Cactuses? Oh, yeah. Where he was just, I'm not making the noise, but, like, yeah. the, when he, he yeah. was, like, 
and people were like rubbing it on his back. Or yeah. Whatever. Great. I can't speak for this next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazing World of Gumball. I have heard it's good though. I, I've heard it's legitimately good. Been, it, so what? What tier are we in? We're still in top, top tier. tier. I put it in under. top tier. Yeah. Have you watched enough of it? To, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of it. Oh, okay. I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I didn't watch uh, too much of it. It was a pretty good show. This one I can't remember too much, so I'm not going to really stay on it too long. Uh, mm. Crypto the Super Dog? <gasps> no, absolutely. Really? God tier. I watched the shit out of that show. Okay, again though, is this is this God tier because you're nostalgia, or is this God tier because no, it's good? No, that was a great show. It was a really good show. I just it remember... Was just about... I, it didn't have Superman in it at all, but it's Superman's dog that lives with, like, a family, and mm-hmm. he just goes off and does his own stuff, and then he has his little sidekick uh, cat. I forget his name right was now. Was it Streaky? Yeah, right? that's what it is. Streaky. And, and like, uh, Ace the Bathound was yeah, in it. Yeah, like, it that. was amazing. It was such a good show. I do. And I... Sorry. I was just going to say, I do actually remember the theme song, though. Yeah. Crypto, <laughs> crypto, the super dog... <laughs> up up and away yeah i do remember i that. loved that show and like i wasn't into superhero stuff when i was a kid like at all so like this for me was like it's my different superhero when it's, thing it's different when it's like just animals yeah you know when there's yeah, no actual exactly so that's yeah i loved that show uh next up regular show okay. i would leave it a top two i'd leave it a top. i really like regular show yeah. i've been wanting to rewatch it lately mm-hmm. okay so this one, I don't remember a whole lot about, but I do remember loving the shit out of it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I cannot, like, attest if I still like it. Uh, Class of 3000. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Class of 3000 was great. It was about, like, the, the band. Like, it was mostly, like, the band teacher, and then it was, like, his students, and they would all just do wacky shit all the time. I don't think I ever watched that. No? No. Oh, Class of 3000. It's not was... ringing a bell for Again, me. like I said, I think it was great. Yeah trying to i think it was like class of 3000 sing na 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 it was that was the theme song yeah i don't think pulling in not, the, the deep reaches it's not ringing a bell for sorry me. by the way i have no it. tonal or uh what is it not beat i have no tone you were right tone is it tone i have no tone maybe it's that and this one i don't remember a whole lot about i'm honestly shocked it's on this list though because it's so old mm-hmm. uh two stupid dogs i'll show you the picture for him maybe you'll be uh, I familiar the with name, the picture. I don't know if I was Those are allowed. The two dogs to... Oh, I wasn't allowed to watch that show. Why? It was I don't a Cartoon know. Network show. I don't know. I think this was really old. I could be wrong. I thought it was old. At the no, very least, I it was short lived. No. No. All right. So that is our top tier. We're going down to mid tier. Okay. And this is where I'm going to start having disagreements. Yeah. What's new, Scooby Doo? Oh no. That is God tier. You think That's so? That's God tier. I'd say top What's tier. What's your Scooby Doo? I'm coming after you. Bomb ass uh, opening soundtrack. Hell yeah. Oh. I, I would say top tier. I do remember liking it a lot though. I loved that. It show. wasn't as um, sort of cookie cutter as like the the sixties mm-hmm. one yeah. was. Although I think um, a pup named Scooby Doo holds ah, uh, a more too. special place in my heart. That, one that shit. Good. It was like I don't know why I always associate that with like. You uh, stayed home from school on like a Tuesday because it would always play oh, yeah? at just like 9 a.m. <laughs> like it wouldn't play at any other time during oh, the really? day. Well, yeah, because Cartoon Network used to play like shows that didn't do too much like earlier in the day. And then later in the day was like stuff that was more popular right. type stuff. Um, This one, I Ben Ted at mid tier. 
Fuck out of here. Ben 10. No, that needs to go at least to top tier. This is mid... Okay, hold on. Uh, ben 10, just the default. This isn't Alien Force right, or anything yeah. else. Ben 10 is God tier. Yeah. I'd put it at top tier. You think but so? Yeah. Like, I, I, I watched it a lot. My brother was really into it. Um, And so... And we only had one TV. So, you know, we had to share. And he's the favorite. But if just, any of my family's listening, you know he's the favorite. Just the so. concept alone, though, for Ben 10 is just so much oh, fun. Oh, yeah. No, it's awesome. And I'd they, put that at least top tier, yeah. And they kept going with it, because they did Ben 10 for, like, um, a good bit. And then they did Alien Force when he was, like, 16. Mm-hmm. Like, he was older, yeah. too, and everyone was, like, I a never bit watched older. that one. No? No, I, I didn't. I kind of fell off of it. Such good stuff. Um... I did like whoever did mid tier. It's the same person. Like all this is just mind boggling. Uh, Adventure Time at mid tier. At mid tier, no. I'd even say I would say top tier because I haven't finished Adventure Time. Me neither. So I can't really. I never consecutively watched it. I would just watch it when it was on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't like seen how it wraps up. Yeah. Because I think it wrapped up semi recently, like within oh, really? the last year or so. Oh, wow. Maybe I'm crazy. Uh, next, this, it's so shitty because, like, there's nothing I want to push down mm-hmm. because everything in my mind was, like, so yeah. incredible. Uh, my gym partner's a monkey <gasps> at mid-tier. No, top tier for sure. I loved that show. That was oh, so wacky. That. Here, keep going. I gotta uh, turn my sound down. Oh, wow. Way to go. How professional. Unprofessional. Uh, no. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> texting me about... Resident Evil. How rude, Tyler. God. Keep going. Um, no, My Gym Partners on Monkey was an absolutely wild show. Quite literally. Um That was alright. I um, didn't I didn't mean Becca's, to do that. Becca's joke of the day. <laughs> um That show was just so great though. It was hilarious. It was all over the place. That's another I really one. Enjoyed it. That's another one where I, I have the theme song stuck in my head. Yeah. My gym partner is a monkey. Monkey, monkey, monkey. monkey. <laughs> so good. And the whole monkey. the whole premise is just stupid. Well, yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. I still remember Adam Lyon. He gets transferred yes. to a, an all animal school because yeah. they misspelled his name yep. as L I O N instead of L Y O N. Yep. Incredible. <laughs> Iconic. Like I said, this whole mid-tier is garbage. Johnny Bravo at mid-tier? <gasps> oh, no, absolute. Johnny Bravo's god-tier god. for me. Absolutely. God-tier. I think Johnny Bravo was my first crush. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of ironic, because he's a, a womanizer. I mean, really, he's... Yeah. Now, if true. if Johnny Bravo was in 2021, he'd get the shit canceled that's out of him. Also, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't be a I wouldn't be a fan of Johnny Bravo in today's times. But as a you know five year old child, I was like, wow. It's so funny because like, unironically, you can't make a show like that anymore. No, where a man is just all. objectifying not women and just no. not even sleeping with them. It's obvious. I mean, it's still a kid show. Yeah. He's just hitting on them yeah. all the time. Whatever. But, like, even the Johnny Bravo Christmas special alone, mm-hmm. God tier. Uh, this one, I didn't watch a whole lot. I, I remember bits and pieces of it. Uh, hold on. Sorry. The uh, picture's super blurry. Uh, whatever Happened to Robot Jones? Do you remember that one? I don't think so. It was like a robot in high school, basically. No. no? I don't. I was more into um, My Life as a Teenage Robot. Okay. Well, this one was, like, way older. Here, we're going to do a live... Uh, Google look up to show you what he looked like in case that uh, jogs your memory. 
Yeah, it's not ringing any bells. Yeah, it was 2002. Mm. I don't think we had cable then. Yeah, I don't I Nothing? don't recognize that okay. at all. We just pulled up a picture of him yeah. to uh, to show her. Yeah, it was yeah. just like super I mean, look, like the artwork, it looked like super crappy. Yeah, it doesn't I'm not it doesn't look familiar to me at all. I didn't have like cable or satellite for a good chunk of my young life though, so I didn't start watching cartoons until I was a little bit older. Gotcha. So, so yeah, I, I have nothing. I don't know like the older ones like that. I have nothing to uh to really say about this too much because I don't yeah. remember it. Um, I this is one in like probably the only one in mid tier that I would agree with. Totally spies. Is there a picture? Because that rings. You a don't bell. Remember? Okay, here we'll look. It up rings totally a bell, spies. but like I can't picture it in my mind. It's basically like Cartoon Network's Charlie's Angels. It was Canadian though. Here, we're doing I feel a... like I know what it. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. My sister used to watch the the shit out of that too. I didn't watch a whole lot of it. Um, just like if there was nothing else on. It was literally Charlie's Angels though. Yeah. Just kind of just, for kids. Yeah, I'd agree with it. Like mid tier. Uh, last one for mid tier: Cow and Chicken. I never watched that. I was no? not to. No. I liked it. I think Cow and Chicken should be top tier. I I, I disagree with mid tier. Yeah. I, never I think it was enjoyable because. Around that time, this is like the late '90s, so right. like you could get away with like adult yeah. jokes, yeah. and like nobody would. Right. I mean, they literally interact with the devil all the time. Yeah, yeah. And they were there was like constant nudity because yep. like the devil would always be naked. Yeah. They would show his ass all the That's time. That's why like, I wasn't allowed to watch it. <laughs> oh, because of red buns? No, no, just like the overall themes of it. Because okay. by the time, by the time we were able to get shows like that, my I had my little brother, and so like. He's five years younger than I am, so I wasn't allowed to watch those type of things because he was there. I got you. So that'll be about it for mid-tier. This is where we get to low-tier. Yeah. And I disagree with four of these. Okay. So starting it off at low-tier, Chowder. Uh Uh-uh. Chowder needs to go to top-tier. I agree. Top-tier, Chowder. Chowder's incredible. I love Chowder. Even, I, I still think about that joke where they were um, trying to raise money for the, the business or whatever, yeah. for Mung Doll's business, yeah. and they literally ran out of the budget, mm-hmm. so it was, like, live-action shots of, like, filming of, like, the yeah. actual actors who voiced everything, and they did, like, an in-person car wash yeah. to fund enough money for the show. Incredible. That's great. Just, I don't... I've never seen a joke like that in, like, any no, kid's cartoon since I don't... then. I don't know if I know anybody, like, our age that didn't enjoy Chowder. Right? So, like, everybody that I know, like, all my coworkers and I, like, we make jokes about Chowder and stuff. Like, everybody knows, so. Well, it's still, because it, this was, like, a mid to late 2000s show, too. So, yeah. like, a lot of people, I think, yeah, like around, like, our age now yeah. would have seen it. And exactly. I don't... I don't know anybody off the top of my head that did not enjoy Chowder, so. Yeah. Wrong. Here's one we can actually talk about a little bit, because we have watched recently. Uh, Flapjack. The Marvelous Misadventures of Flashback. Or a flashback. Mar- I, I was trying to let you go and like wrap up the marvelous misadventures of Flapjack. I wouldn't put it in low tier. I would say mid tier. I would say yeah. After, excuse me, um, we've been rewatching some of these old shows because they're on HBO Max now, um, and so you know when we just want to put garbage TV on, we we put that on. I remember Flapjack being a lot better when i was younger but now like rewatching it i'd probably stick it in mid-tier but 
But, like, if we hadn't rewatched it recently, I'd probably stick it in top tier. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, nostalgia is so yeah. strong with some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, is it actually good or is it yeah. just my memory? But with Flapjack, though, I agree with Becca, by the way, for the most part. The one thing that I will say, though, is that watching that show high is a oh trip. If you're, like, <laughs> zoinked out of your mind and, like, you're watching Flapjack, like, you're going to, like... It's, it's not bad. It's not like you're going to freak out. No, but, no, like, no. There are some, no, there's some sequences. If you remember Flapjack, you remember how, like, uh, like in your face and aggressive the art style is. Yeah. So, like, when they kind of go all in with that yeah. sort of stuff, it's, like, it can get really trippy yeah. really fast. Here's another one. And, like, I know a, a lot of the time, like, um, for the most part, Americans kind of shit talk the Canadian TV shows mm-hmm. just because canadian yeah. i guess but i i disagree with total drama island at low tier at low tier come on original Absolutely by the way not. not not including whatever sequels okay. and spinoffs yeah, the original no, just the original god tier you know i was almost gonna make the argument of god tier i'm well. going god tier because like i even remember as a kid i felt like it was real yeah you know no. what i mean like oh my god they voted off him i loved that show i did too i absolutely loved that show that is a god tier show for me and again could be nostalgia but just based off memory i mean like a, a format like that now too like binging it where it's supposed to be like literally the show is like a week to week competition like you probably won't enjoy it as much yeah. but if you watch it like one episode or two a week like it might be kind of more manageable I do remember that um, I, I rewatched it, not the whole thing, but I rewatched some of it fairly recently. I think it was on Hulu a few years ago. Okay. Um, and it's when I was unemployed uh, back home, you know, so I didn't have anything to do. So I would just sit there and watch Total Drama Island. Sure. And it, I, I feel like it still held up. Yeah. I feel like it did. So okay. it was still pretty enjoyable. Well, we'll take your word for it on that. And the next one... Um... Again, with the nostalgia thing. Camp Laszlo. Mm. I remember really liking Camp Laszlo, though. Um, I... I would almost say I top know, tier. I know my brother really enjoyed Camp, Camp Laszlo, like, more more so than I did. I was fine with it, but I, I think... I don't think i put it in low tier, though. I think I'd stick it in mid tier. I would say top tier. I remember yeah. liking Laszlo a lot. Yeah. I mean, I remember uh, there was at least a summer where once Laszlo was on TV, and mm-hmm. I don't think it was on TV too long. No. I, I wanted to, like, get, like, scout badges. Oh, and I yeah? remember I, I actually made some for myself. <laughs> oh, my God. And did, I still remember. God, this is reaching back in the memory. I wanted, like, the crossing an old lady across the street oh, badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally, at my mom's old house, I walked my grandma across the street to our neighbor's <gasps> oh, house. Oh, my God. And I got the badge. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Appreciate it. I love that. And knowing your grandma, too, she'd be so into that. Yeah. Well, yeah, this was, I mean, this, again, had to have been, like, the mid-2000s, so over 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Maybe verging on 15. Oh, God. Holy shit. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) I'm going to have a quarter-life crisis right now. (laughs) Right now. These last two will be quick, though. Um... This one, I, I remember a little bit. It was the Transformers TV show. It was like the mid 2000s. I, I figured you I didn't never watch watched it. it. It was like the mid 2000s ones. I think I watched it a few times. I'd probably agree with low tier. Mm-hmm. And this one, uh, I couldn't agree with more. Johnny Test. Johnny Test and low tier. Garbage. No! Yes! Johnny Test. Johnny Test was a dumpster fire of a TV show. Okay, it definitely was, but I'd put it in mid tier just because 
I my brother and I watched that all the time. It was just the equivalent of just like a, a fucking '90s commercial for yeah, like the whole thing. It was like, much. "Whoa, look how crazy this Whoa, is!" Johnny's going on an adventure. I put it in mid tier though. Mid tier. All right. The one show that's wait, are we done now? So I was gonna say the one show that I noticed was not on here was the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh, how that's do you not on there? Whoever huh. made this, how the fuck do you forget about Billy and Mandy? Yeah, that's true. What's even true. crazier in like the the background art that they did for it? Grim is just right there. Oh do you see God. him yeah. on the the right <laughs> yeah. side? How how do you not? I don't know. It's Billy and Mandy. I would, all right. We actually watched Billy and Mandy semi mm-hmm. recently. I'd go top tier. Top tier. Yeah, it didn't hold up as much as I thought that it would. I feel like a lot of cartoons, like when you binge them, yeah, they're not when you're meant sober. Binging while sober, yeah. it's it typically doesn't. Well, the thing is too is that they they weren't ever intended to be binged, and we no. kind of you and I discussed this when we were watching Ninety Day Fiance as well. Like hell yeah, when those shows aired on TV, <clears throat> um, it, they there was a new episode every week, you know, and now we're in the era of okay, well pretty you know like a whole season will drop so we're used to binging things but these shows weren't intended to be watched like that and so it's really difficult to watch them like that because they're like almost so mind-numbing after a point that like it it just becomes boring well i think almost all of them were designed with that 11 minute format right because every cartoon would be 11 minutes you would get two episodes per half hour block 22 minutes and yeah, like binging those for like two hours, like yeah, it's gonna yeah. be stupid after yeah. a while because it wasn't meant to right. be watched exactly. like that. Exactly. They would get their block, mm-hmm. however many times a week, depending on how popular your show was, mm-hmm. and then like that would be it. Some stuff does not need to be binged. True, very true. We've been brainwashed by Netflix. There's one other show that wasn't on there. I don't know if you ever watched it. It was a more recent-ish one, Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> I watched, I'm surprised out of all the shows, like, you grabbed that. I, uh, I watched a little bit of it, but not enough to really, uh, vote on it. So if you want to... Absolute trash. You think so? Below low tier. Uh Uh-oh. That show is awful. So awful. I think I watched, like, maybe two or three episodes. I couldn't do it anymore. It was so stupid. How recently? Not recently. Like, oh. when it was, like, first airing oh, and gotcha. stuff. Okay. I was like, oh, cool, a new show. And, like, I watched a few episodes. Absolute garbage. Well, that actually kind of starts to flow into, like, the uh, the 2010s of Cartoon Network, where it was, yeah. like, that and um, pulling from the memory banks. Uh, Secret Mountain Fort Awesome, that was one. I there was just so that. many... There were so many shows that were just kind of like, yeah, like bright colors mm-hmm. and like garbage. It was around that time for Cartoon Network, yep. where like everything they greenlit for the most part, it was just not. good. I feel like they did like Gumball first, and then because yeah. Uncle Grandpa kind of spun off the style of Gumball, where like there's some like like hand drawn like very cartoon looking characters, but then there's some characters that look a little bit more realistic. Like they're not all the same. And so Uncle Grandpa did that, but it was just horrible. It was stupid. It didn't make any sense. And I don't know why he was called Uncle Grandpa. He he just went by Uncle Grandpa. Well even I remember that. He said it's because he's everybody's uncle and grandpa. Yeah, like that makes zero sense. And I, all I remember is, like, in the one episode I watched, there was, like, a tiger in the clouds. 
But, like, it was, like, a realistic-looking tiger. Oh, yeah. I think that was a recurring character. It and was uh stupid. Pizza Steve. Oh, yeah. I think, the pizza like, slice. Just... Yeah, no, it was, it it was, was just... It was too much. It was too much. <laughs> like I said, it was that era of Cartoon Network mm-hmm. where it was just, like, um, reactionary, like, you yeah. know... Get the get the brain. I'm I'm blanking like on the word. Stimulating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stimulating the brain in, yeah. with just the colors and nonsense like that. But that's about it for the tier list. Uh, we're already at 32 minutes. Oh god. So we uh, we vibed on the tier list. Good thing because Good thing, we don't have too much to say about Nomadland. Sorry. Spoilers. Okay, <laughs> into the news. Um, starting off the week, Marvel actually gave a a nice little trailer. I think I told you about it actually. And they uh, kind of welcoming audiences back into the theater because we're getting a little bit back to normal. Yeah. People are able to get vaccinated. So they kind of did like a, hey, we were glad to see you again soon. And they kind of did like a sizzle reel of all the stuff coming out. Nice. And they officially announced a few uh, titles. So they announced Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is releasing on July 8th of 2022. Uh, no other details apart from the titles right now. They just kind of put the titles mm-hmm. out there and... Uh, I, I would assume that these are pretty concrete titles. They're not going right. to be changing around or anything. Uh, the Captain Marvel sequel is going to be called The Marvels, and that releases on November 11th of 2022. Nice. And then we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, mm-hmm. which is coming out May 5th of 2023. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, is releasing on February 17th, 2023. It's kind of crazy because these uh, 2023 movies, like thinking about it, we're going to yeah. be like 27. Ugh, don't say that. Pretty close to 30. It's crazy. Gross. Actual craziness. Yeah, not a whole lot to talk about on this. Just kind of wanted to address it. But keeping with the theme of the MCU, uh, Kevin Feige actually had a recent article on WandaVision uh, with Rolling Stone magazine. Mm-hmm. And he said the original plan was for Doctor Strange to appear in WandaVision. Okay. And the commercials were messages from him. So what he said, quote, some people might say, and then he's paraphrasing, yeah. it, oh, it would have been so cool to see Doctor Strange, um, but it would have, but it would have taken away from Wanda. We didn't want the end of the show to be commoditized to go to the next movie. Here's mm-hmm. the white guy. Let me show you how powers work. I don't know why he worded it like that. Yeah, that's kind of a strange way to word it. Because but... Doctor Strange is like the Sorcerer Supreme as far as we yeah. know. So to like, I don't know, that almost yeah. felt like pandering a little bit for me. But... Yeah, but um, I agree with it though. I mean, the ending of WandaVision was important like for her character yeah. solely. So I, I would agree with that, that like having a cameo from Doctor Strange definitely would have taken away from that. So good choice. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the only thing though is like, so what do the commercials mean I without guess. him being right. there? Are they just random? I guess. Because they didn't have any other explanation. Right. It's the only thing that I kind of thought of. Yeah, that's true, I guess. From that. But keeping in the theme of uh, Scarlet Witch and Elizabeth Olsen, Mm -hmm. uh, Elizabeth Olsen has been cast as Candy Montgomery in HBO Max's limited series Love and Death. The series will follow Candy Montgomery, who killed her best friend, uh, Betty Gore, with an axe. Oh. Are you familiar with this? Oh, is this a true story? This is real. Oh. Or it actually happened. Uh, maybe I. Mm, I don't remember. I just figured like the well. names uh, Candy Montgomery and Betty Gore were pretty recognizable. Betty Gore like sprang something, but I don't know why. No, okay, because yeah, I looked it up and I didn't go into the details yeah. too much, but yeah, it was it actually happened, I guess. Oh wow! So that will be uh, no news on when it's coming out or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But 
to kind of switch gears, uh, do you remember Don't Breathe? That was a... It was a horror movie. And that was when uh, that group of teenagers broke into a blind guy's house to, like, steal his money. And then they found out that he was, like, a badass or whatever. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Did you see it? Yeah. Didn't we watch it? We might have, but I'm curious if you remember it. I, I... Honestly, I don't remember it, like, off the top of my head. Like, okay. I would need some more help. So I'm just, uh, I'll bring him back, uh, I'll bring you back on that. Uh, so Don't Breathe 2 was announced, mm-hmm. and it will be getting released on August 13th of this year. Okay. Uh, it's the sequel to the 2016 film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blind Man, that's just his name that has been given, mm-hmm. uh, has taken in and raised a young girl orphaned from a fire. Their existence is shattered when kidnappers show up and take the girl, forcing the blind man to leave his haven to save her. Hmm. You're okay with this? Yeah. See, so I'm guessing you don't remember the original Don't Breathe because, yeah, the kids were shitty. Yeah, they broke into his house to steal his stuff, whatever. But what you might not remember was that he kept a woman in his basement. Oh, was that the turkey baster thing? Yeah. Okay, I didn't watch that movie then. But my roommates did in college, and they told me about that, and then I refused to watch it after I knew about that because I didn't want to watch that. So, you, I'm not really going to talk about it here, um, but this awful person is being spun into a hero for the second cool. movie. Cool. So, yeah. assumedly, the writers are not the same ones as the first one. Who cares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure the, the, the actor's fine. Don't yeah. blame the actor. No, yeah, it's not the actor's fault. Uh, Scott, Scott something, I, I forget his name. Um, yeah, this is just stupid. Yeah, I don't... that's... Eh. I mean, if you've seen Don't Breathe, uh, basically in a more uh, PG way, he tried to impregnate a woman against her will with yeah. very uh, in- unconventional means. Yeah. And it was gross. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch that, but I know about it. Yeah. Are you okay? <clears throat> oh, just... I thought you I were starting to cry. in my throat. No. I'm crying. I mean, I, I'm disgusted too. I, I, I'm okay disgusting. with the... I'm, I'm crying in the club right now. Speaking of blind men... Mm. No, this is... Hey, I tried, because... Alright, this is about Blade. Blade okay. wears sunglasses, so I mean... Uh, you can, uh, That's stereotypical. Blade, what? Hold on, stereotypical? That blind people wear sunglasses? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, what is this about Blade? How is it stereotypical <laughs> no, against Blade? you do that. Fuck blind you people. D- wow, what a <laughs> statement. I hope you retract that. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so Blade is actually currently planned to begin filming in July of 2022. Nice. Which means that it is a long time until we are going to see that movie. Yep. If it's not even filming until yeah. July of next year. Right. Hope to see that. One of my favorites that I'm looking forward to, aside from Moon Knight and Fantastic Four. Yeah. Although, kind of mixed, because I think that's John Watt shit, and he's a hack. He is a poopy head. Keeping in the theme of superheroes. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter mm-hmm. reported that wow. the next. So I actually talked to you about this. Uh, the next Superman film will be the first mm-hmm. with a black actor as Kal El, with WB also committed to hiring a black director. Mm-hmm. Sources tell Hollywood Reporter that, uh, forgive my pronunciation, Ta Nahisi Coates, uh, the writer for this movie, is crafting a Kal El in the vein of the original Superman comics and will have the protagonist hail from Krypton and come to Earth. 
While the story is currently being crafted and many details can change, one option under consideration is for the film to be a 20th century period piece. This is... Okay, so this is going to be going into my thing. Yeah. Uh, this is shitty because, in case people aren't super familiar with the comics, and I wasn't even, I, mm. I knew about this surface knowledge. I did a little bit more research, mm -hmm. and that's going to be presented here. There are actually two black supermen mm -hmm. already existing in the comics, and they're not Kal-El. Uh, there is Val Zod from mm -hmm. Earth 2, who I believe he actually takes over for Kal-El, Clark Kent, when he dies. Okay. But then in uh, Earth 20. Sorry, Earth-23, okay. there is uh, Calvin Ellis, who is literally Superman. Right. He's the only Superman in yeah. that universe, and he's just Superman. Right. So there's no reason mm -hmm. why Kal-El has to be black. Right. Because, and this is even shittier, because uh, going back to what we reported on a few weeks ago, Jeff Johns said that Kal-El's grandfather could not be black. Right. But we're going to make him black. Yep. So this is just WB trying to, like... Uh, They're trying to save their ass. Piss and shit their their way out of this. It's yeah. like, well, what if we made this guy black? That's mm. what you want, right? Yeah. We changed the color of his skin. You like us now, right? And yeah. with all the shit going on with Ray Fisher, still keep in mind, people, he nev uh, WB never apologized no. to Ray Fisher. They never issued a statement publicly. No. And um, just to, to rub a little bit more salt in the wound, uh, WB had all this information come out on Henry Cavill's birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they... yeah. Let all this news come out, and then at the same time, they also wanted to kind of... Oh, by the way, you're out of a job. Yeah, no, they are... They're not doing this correctly whatsoever. And uh, I've seen people on my timeline, which is not film Twitter or superhero Twitter... You're lucky. ...at all. Um, I've seen people talk about this, and I, I even saw a post that, you know, brought up Static Shock um as like getting that into i don't know if static shock is a a dc thing specifically. yes yes oh he is yes. okay well i mean like why not i think we talked did we talk about that a few weeks ago is there something in the works for that mm -hmm. okay last week we talked about uh sorry guys michael b jordan was talking about ah, how yes, he's yes yes uh, i think his film company is helping getting something going with right static yeah shock. so like why wouldn't you take an opportunity to Take a character that's already black and make a movie about them, make a show about them, whatever. Uh, and, you know, Static Shock was on my timeline because, of course, like, the people on my timeline don't know anything about comics, really, you know? Uh, so I wouldn't have known that there were other black supermen uh, if you didn't tell me that. You know, so I just think that they're, they really are, like, they're just pissing and shitting trying to cover their asses but they're doing a horrible job at it because that no well one no. thing that sticks out to me though too and you know you can say you have a black writer for mm. your movie that's fine but wb is still going to get the final word of what's right. being created yeah the fact that they're saying they want this to be a 20th century period piece i feel like it's just another capitalization of black suffering which yeah. has just been a white people thing lately right which exactly we, like, I mean, we don't need to see that. We we want to see Superman saving the day as a black guy. Like, I mean, I, like, take Falcon and Winter Soldier. The the ending of that, like, having, you know, like, Sam be like, yeah, I'm Captain America now, and I'm black, and I'm going to do this. Like, why do, we, why do we have to make it a 20th century period piece where Superman's probably just going to get, well, you know, his... 
I- I'm assuming that he's still going to be Clark Kent then. Like, yeah, Kal-El means he's Clark Kent. Right. So you're going to have this black guy try to portray Clark Kent, who's supposed to be like this news writer, whatever he is. Guys, I don't know about superheroes. He's so. a news reporter. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and so it's just going to be about like the segregation and everything and him struggling to find a job and on the side, you know, he's also this big time superhero. Like, that's what it's going to be. And it doesn't have to be that. So, like, I, I, they're they're losing a huge opportunity here, in my opinion. Like I said, this just really sticks out to me just based on all the previous yep. stuff that's been going on. They if this care. came out of nowhere, it might get viewed differently. But the fact that Jeff Johns has been all the, yep. not allegations, but, like, the, the comments, I guess, made yeah. against him and stuff that he's done. And then what WB hasn't done right. with Ray Fisher. It's just bullshit. Yeah. I just, I hate this kind of shit and they make it so low effort yep just make uh, a calvin uh, ellis movie right you know just call it superman earth 23 that's it's it it's not that and hard and just do the movie where he's yeah. superman you don't need to make well kal-el is black now yeah because that makes no sense whatsoever and that's how that's how like ignorant white people are gonna look at it too well why is superman black now just because they want him just to because. be and that's gonna be the rebuttal against it is well why do we need a black superman he uh, does everybody have to be black now you, you know that's what white people are gonna say yeah so no, they do. like they're just oh do they they're just setting themselves up for just failure because you're, you're not pandering they're trying to pander but they're not doing it well at all they're upsetting both sides so i i don't <laughs> i don't understand couldn't agree more and uh from the actual same hollywood <laughs> Hollywood Reporter article, mm-hmm. uh, we got official confirmation that there's going to be a Joker sequel. Okay. That's a Was good enough. Was that it? That's a good enough response as any. Okay. I don't know why we need one. Don't know why we need one either. The uh, the only thing ugh, I'm forgetting who uh, who had mentioned it on my timeline, mm-hmm. um, but somebody thought it might be a fun idea if like you just have him in prison the whole time. And it's cool. almost like a prison type movie yeah. with him and like a bunch of other supervillains like who are locked. Yeah. That would be fine. That, but like, that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. Anything other than that, I just, I'm not, no. not really. Or even, oh no, this was it. Um, I think this was from Andrew Gebbia. Shout out to Andrew Gebbia. Uh, he does Game Rinks mm. type shit with Jake okay. Baldino. Uh, I think he said, do a Joker sequel in the style of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be it. cool. Yeah, right? That would be cool. That's what I mean. You do something yeah. like that that's different. We haven't yeah. seen a superhero or a super, whatever, Villain, comic book whatever. movie yeah. in that kind of vein before. Yeah. Like, that would be great. Oh, would it be really cool? And that shit would be straight from the comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joker's been in Arkham oh, yeah. and Asylum, you know, different yeah. uh, asylums before. In and out, all yeah. the time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. easy source material to yeah. grab as well. Nice. And to keep up with superheroes... Uh, Loki will now officially premiere two days early on June 9th, and wow. a new episode will release every Wednesday. I don't know what the two-day difference makes for them. It might fit into Marvel's kind of calendar a bit better, because mm-hmm. I think the next thing coming out, I mean, aside from Black Widow, because mm-hmm. that'll be out July, actually. Oh, maybe Eventually. Maybe Loki, they're trying to line it up to where it comes out, like, it finishes a few days before Black Widow comes out. Okay, could yeah, be. I could see that happening. Could be. I don't know offhand how many episodes 
uh, Loki has. Right. So it could be six. That might line up then with mm-hmm. Black Widow's release date of like July 17th or something. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. If not, they'll just move Black Widow again. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> so we're totally switching gears from movies to video games. And this is actually something that I grabbed uh, because I'm interested. But more specifically, you will be interested in I a video will be? game. I know. Wow. So it was officially revealed that a sequel to Judgment is coming out. Judgment being the game from the Yakuza team. Mm-hmm. It is titled Lost Judgment, and it will come out on September 24th worldwide. This is kind of big news because typically with Yakuza games, and I believe Judgment as well, they actually come out months beforehand in Japan. In Japan. And then right. afterwards, they come to the States. But mm-hmm. worldwide, same wow. day. Pretty cool. Nice. So... This is where I think you're really going to like it. Oh, God. Uh, Yokohama is one of the listed locations in the game. Nice. So you can go back to Yokohama. Will Ichiban show up? I hope so. So we need to take a moment. We'll talk about Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon just for... Please talk about how much you like this video game, even though you do not like video games. Um. Yeah, guys, I, I am a casual gamer. You guys know I love Animal Crossing. I'm into Stardew Valley. I don't really play video games aside from that, you know, like maybe some like Mario platformer type things. For the most part, other than that, I just watch Kenny play video games. Um, this video game took my Yakuza heart. Yakuza like a dragon. Took my heart, ran with it, and just didn't bring it back. I think part of my love for it was because we were able to just kind of binge a lot of the game because uh, we both had COVID at the same time. So we were both out of work for a couple weeks. And so during that time, we would just like sit down on the couch and just play it for a few hours. The characters in Yakuza 7 are absolutely amazing. Ichiban is my favorite. Um, What did I... What is the, what's the term? Oh, himbo. I don't know why I was blanking on that. Ichi is a himbo. Ichi is the best himbo there ever was or will be. He's amazing. I love it. I love all these characters so much. Uh, I've cried at this video game. I'm, and I'm not really like one to, to get attached to, to video game characters or even movie characters. Uh, I'm not a person that's like, that gets super emotional, usually like when watching a movie or, you know, watching a video game. I cried multiple times during this video game. Like, that's how hard it hit me. I love this game. You need to play it. And if you don't love the characters, I'm gonna come knocking at your door. (laughs) Keep in mind, we actually haven't played uh, Yakuza 0 through 6 at all. No. Um, We're not... I I have a passing knowledge of... Uh, Kiryu Mm -hmm. and Majima and some of the other characters like that but Mm -hmm. Yakuza 7 was my first Yakuza game as well yeah Uh, we're we're talking about this now because Judgment is made by the same team Mm -hmm. we haven't played Judgment but it's only the one game and I've heard it's great it's kind of like a you're a detective and Mm -hmm. it's sort of like a murder mystery type thing so I look forward to playing it we should definitely yes do before the sequel comes out i mean you get to go back to yokohama like i saw pictures like the ferris wheels there oh my god yeah he was like by the water yeah like like that yakuza 7 i again i i've no had no knowledge of yakuza the yakuza games before this and 
I absolutely fell in love with this game. Like, I was, like, begging Kenny. I was like, can you play it, please? I want to watch it. Like, I want to watch it so bad. I think a good uh, summation of Ichiban's character is the meme that I think I've showed you where Nanba's like, Ichi, there's, like, 20 guys. How are we going to beat them? And Ichi's like, it's simple, Nanba, with the power of friendship and this grenade I found in the sewers. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. Oh, my God. I wish I had Ichiban's energy. Right? Honestly. I hope I do at, what, 42? Yeah, that's the thing is that, like, these guys are, everybody in your crew They're is, all like, boomers. Old. <laughs> they're all in, like, Oops, they're, all boomers. They're, they're all in their 40s, and they're just going around beating the shit out of people and becoming friends, and just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. I think that might be a podcast title. <laughs> Oops, all boomers. Oops, all boomers. I love that shit too much. Uh, just to wrap up the Judgment 2 story a little bit, uh, there was some news that came out about the game. Apparently, there will be situations where you fight high schoolers okay. in the game as, like, a normal enemy type. Yeah. Keep in mind, um, Yakuza 7 had, like, the turn-based kind of mm-hmm. systems. This is still going to stay true to, like, the action RPG. Right. So, uh, I do know for the most part, though, that the Yakuza series is now turn-based. Wow. So, Yakuza 8 with Ichi, yeah. which... God, maybe next year. Because I don't know if you realized, but Yakuza is like a yearly franchise. I did not know that. More or less, yeah. That makes me even more excited. I think they took a bit of a break between 6 and 7 because mm-hmm. of the, the right, obviously cause... new game, new everything, really. Yeah. But I, I think it might be Judgment and then Yakuza 8 next year. Mm-hmm. So we'll I love see. Yakuza. You don't even but, know. <laughs> so apparently you'll be fighting high schoolers, uh, uh-huh. which will bring in a new battle style of parrying their attacks oh, instead okay. of actually fighting them. Right. Um, I just thought this was you funny. Can't hit kids. <laughs> well, here's the thing: we don't know though, so maybe it's optional. Hey, if you want to parry yeah, these kids, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. If you want to beat the shit out of some 16 year olds, fucking go, go for it. it. I mean, Do like all the yeah. uh, uh, environmental shit. You take oh, a bike yeah. and just like smash it down on some 15 year old. Oh my god, that's awesome. You like fucking zip tie his braces to a, a street pole. <laughs> Try getting out of this one, Timmy fucking awesome i love it so we are going to all right you, you know what we'll do the kind of cool thing and then we'll end the news on a shitty note oh awesome great sorry <laughs> i kind of had to i can't control the news so i'm going to show you uh these pictures after i give a little brief description new pictures of sebastian stan and lily james for the hulu series pamela and tommy came out we talked about this a few weeks ago mm-hmm. It's the uh, sex tape of Tommy Lee of Motley Crue, which I looked up because I didn't know who Tommy was, TVH. I know oh. who Pamela Anderson is, okay, obviously, because I was 12 at one point. <laughs> um, and just a refresher for you, did you ever see Baby Driver? Yeah, we watched that together. Okay, yeah. yeah. Lily James was the love interest. Okay. Do you remember her? Yeah. Like the, yeah. Yeah, the shop girl. And Ooh. she was also Cinderella in the live action movie. Okay. From a, a little bit ago. Yeah. Just to give you a bit of a refresher. So I'm just going to show you, this is actually cool. So here's the original picture mm-hmm. of Tommy and yep. Pamela. And then this is the Sebastian Stan and Lily James Okay, version. that's pretty good. Really similar. It's pretty good. It's great. Yeah. I don't even recognize Lily James. Like, she looks like Pamela Anderson. Yeah, she Like, does. her face, it's yeah. something about, like, the, uh, the jawline. Yeah. Like, you see it a lot more. Yeah. Just crazy. So yeah, just wanted, I, you guys nice. can't see it. Um, if you're curious, DM me at HST1Pod, and I will send you 
shirtless pictures of Sebastian Stan. That is not clickbait. <laughs> he is shirtless in this picture. <laughs> anyway. We get a bunch of fangirls now. <laughs> hey, l- follows are follows. <laughs> oh, no. So we're going we're gonna to end the, the week of news on a shitty note, unfortunately. Yay. We we admit when we take L's, that's important as a mm-hmm. podcast, and we had just reported, maybe even last week, or the I think it was last week, unfortunately, we had said that uh, if there were two actors that could sell us on a movie, it would be Mads Mikkelsen or Lakeith Stanfield. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Oh, no. Um, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. Recently moderated a clubhouse chat, which if you guys don't know, I wasn't familiar either. It was an invitation-only app, which is basically just used for celebrities. Okay. You know, people invite each yeah. other. That's how it works. It was dedicated to anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, where Jews were repeatedly compared to Satanists and termites. There were multiple witnesses in the chat saying that Lakeith did not say anything anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. This is important, because I've seen people saying that he's anti-Semitic. Right. He did not say anything, mm-hmm. according to these people. However... He has 79,000 followers who were able to see the room that he was in, and he did nothing to speak out against the conversation, being a moderator. Lakeith did join another clubhouse chat the next day, moderated by a panel of Jewish educators who wanted to address the hate speech they'd witnessed. He admitted he fell short moderating. He said if he continues to choose... Sorry. He said if he continues to choose to be a moderator in a certain room, he needs to, quote pay attention to what is actually being discussed and determine if that's a discussion that you really want to get into. Now, he put out a Twitter statement uh, yesterday, I believe, and he has said, this is on his, uh, or Instagram, sorry, Mm. this is on his Instagram. It might still be up. It's at Lakeith Sandfield 3. And he said, yesterday I entered an online chat room on Clubhouse about the teachings of Louis Furacan, not familiar with the name, probably something Mm anti-Semitic, When the room's participants noticed me, I was quickly made a moderator of this room. At some point during the dialogue, the discussion took a very negative turn when several users made abhorrent anti-Semitic statements, and at that point, I should have either shut down the discussion or removed myself from it entirely. I condemn hate speech and and discriminatory views of every kind. I unconditionally apologize for what went on in that chat room and for allowing my presence there to give a platform to hate speech. I am not an anti-Semite, nor do I condone any of the beliefs discussed in that chat room. That's all of it. Okay. All right. So it's it's difficult. I don't think it's it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I I don't. I'm gonna say like it's it's not enough to you know like cancel him. I don't think it is. Um, he apologized which sometimes is not a lot i want to address though that for the timeline of this this happened wednesday night i believe Mm -hmm. thursday is when he joined another chat room and when he had the discussion and apologized and then this came out maybe at like midnight this morning type thing like it it was a few days i just want to make sure that's Mm -hmm. clear he didn't immediately apologize right he let it sit for a few days and i only saw this news uh friday okay which is yesterday at the time of recording so he Responded, I assume, as soon as articles started coming out. He didn't initially respond the night of or anything. Mm, Just, I want that to be out there. Yeah. I I do... I'm not going to say applaud, but I do like the fact, I guess, that he did join 
um, a different discussion that's run by Jewish educators, um, but it doesn't really make up for it, and just saying you should have said something... I mean, people make mistakes, you know, like, and if this is a one-time thing, then fine, you know, but if it, if it's going to continue, if he apologizes, you know, and tries to make like a big deal about, you know, I'm not like this, this isn't me, and then does it again, okay, that's when it's like, mm, yeah, maybe you're just saying things, but I feel like I'd give it, I wouldn't say I'd give it a pass fully, but I can't cancel somebody and be like, I'm not going to support them just based on, like, one thing, I guess. That's just my opinion. Depending on what the one thing is. Well, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know there are allegations of, like, say, Army Hammer, for instance, that he's abusive towards women and a cannibal. Well, I feel yeah, like that's no, enough that's, to cancel that's somebody. Enough. In a situation like this, there, there's a lot of, there, I feel like there's a lot of unknown. Did he enter that chat knowing full well that it was in anti-semitic i believe it room. was titled that yes okay so he knew what he was getting into like yes. that's kind of like mm, maybe not so great and then you know as a moderator your job is to moderate and you're not doing that so we're in you know the way he kind of apologized made it seem like like he wasn't paying attention to the chat like then why are you in there you know there's a lot of things that are like up in the air in this situation um I, yeah, I don't know. It's not good at all, <laughs> for sure. I just felt it was important we addressed this because, um, and again, like you're saying, it's it's not a whole lot of information, but it's mm -hmm. still important to talk about. Yeah. And I did not see a whole lot of people talking about this mm -hmm. yesterday, which I, I don't know. I feel like people should talk about it. Yeah, I mean. Regardless it's... of, I don't know if like, his skin color has anything to do with that like if it would be right people would be more willing to talk about it if it was a white guy or whatever mm -hmm. or white that's celebrity it, i mean i don't know that's I don't... where it kind of makes it difficult too is just because like he is a prominent black actor like if you say something bad against him are you gonna get back backlash from people of color but it's not based in that argument. It's a completely different argument. Like, anti-Semitism is completely different from racism. So, like, it, it's not that argument. Um, but I could see how people could kind of come back at it well, and, you know, say that. Um, but at the same time, it kind of rubs me the wrong way, too, that someone who is black, who knows what oppression feels like and all of this stuff would go against another group that's also oppressed. Like, well, in case you kind of shitty. forgot, um, he was recently in the movie Judas and the Black Messiah, yeah. which was about the Black Panther movement. Right. Yeah. I'm not really so, saying they're comparable, but just based on what right. you're saying right here, he yeah. was in a movie that was predominantly yeah. black powered. Type. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's kind of a gray area as it sits right now. Um, I guess we'll, we'll see what goes from here. I still think, you know, he's a good actor. Not going to take that away from him, but maybe his morals aren't in the right place. And if he wants to claim Question it's for that. education purposes, I mean, I, I don't know if I, 
if I went into like a room, I'd want to be educated on it yeah. instead of people with obvious well, views right. of their own that don't pertain to education anymore yeah. at that point. Or it's just, you know. Where it's just hating on people. And I again, like I do appreciate the fact that he went into a room f- created by, I forget, by, by the Jewish, Some Jewish educators. educators. But was that like an after the fact move or was that like a oh shit, I'm, I really messed up. Like, let me try to educate myself. You know, it, it's, it's all where the intentions lie. And obviously we don't know his true intentions. So it's, it's kind of hard to, to base judgment on that alone. And, you know, maybe if you want to totally just throw the realm of possibility up in the air, maybe it's for a role coming up. We don't know. Maybe he was on that app and he just assumed maybe he can get some information. Yeah. People were saying that he did not say anything. Right. Like, we don't know. Like, legitimately. I'm not trying to make excuses. No, yeah. I'm I'm siding with Becca. I don't think... I don't think he's worthy of being canceled over this. Mm. I just... I I want us to, like, address when something happens, even if it's to people that we like. Right, exactly. In terms of actors or just as people by themselves. Like, if Mads Mikkelsen did some fucked up shit, it'd be super unfortunate, but I'd want to talk about it because... Mm-hmm. It's important to not just ignore these things, even when you like those people. Exactly. Exactly. You're gonna, you know, if somebody does something shitty, then they did something shitty. Like, that's the way it is. Be it your best friend or your worst enemy, you know? So. For sure. That's about it for the news this week. Sorry to end on a, a sour note. I just didn't uh... want to go judgment, this, <laughs> and then uh, Sebastian saying mm-hmm. uh, nipple piercings. Um, again, if you want those pictures, hit us up yeah. on Twitter at HST1Pod, or just come say hi. Tweet at me hi. I'll respond like we talked about with your uh, preferred pronoun or pal, if you just want me to, we'll to call you pal. We'll come up with something better. Maybe. We'll co- I guess I'll have to come up with something Probably. better. You don't do shit. Or, if you have a question for the show, DM us at that same Twitter at, or at HST1Pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, whether it's about just talking about the show whether it sounds like crap i don't know i think it sounds good if you have questions whatever send uh send your thoughts our way and i would love to hear from you yes we are going to move into nomad land um i'm gonna keep it real with you guys we don't have a whole lot to say about this movie there's not a whole lot to spoil about this movie no like one person dies and like i don't even know their name we're, I so, remember the name, but I won't say it. Okay, I mean we still can. Who? I, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I just we're not going to do a non-spoiler and a spoiler review, but we're just putting it out there. There really is not a lot to spoil about this movie. No. Personally, I think it almost verges more on documentary than yes, movie. Definitely. Even though it is technically a movie, mm-hmm. like I'm not disparaging any of that. So we're going to hop into that now. And in case you're going to tune out here. We are going to be talking about Spiral next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We try to pre-order our tickets. <clears throat> and none of our theaters around us were letting us pre-order tickets. No. Super weird, but hopefully that'll refresh next week and we should yeah. be good to go. But, yeah, we should be talking about Spiral. Yeah. If not, we'll uh, talk about something random. We'll find another else. Another film. 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 <laughs> so, Nomadland. Do you want Do you want to take it or do you want me to take it? Or? Um... I mean, I can take it. Sure. So, Nomadland, obviously won Best Picture this year. And I believe Chloe Zhao won Best Director. Yes. I think there was another accolade mm-hmm. that they won. I can't remember offhand. Uh, 
In regards to the Oscars, yes, I agree. It was a very good film. I appreciate the message that came from it. I appreciate the filming aspect. I don't know the correct terminology. The the camera shots, stuff like Cinematography? that. Cinematography? Yes, that word. Uh, I appreciate all of that. And I can see why it won Best Picture. I'm not going to argue with that at all. I appreciate it. However, I did not really find this movie enjoyable. Uh, I was kind of bored, to be honest. It was really losing me at the end. I just wanted it to be over. It's a really, really slow burn. Like Kenny said, it is kind of set up more like a documentary than it is a movie, which is totally fine, but you kind of have to know that going into it. Just wanted to throw this in. Keep in mind, this movie is an, only an hour 45. Yeah, I. it was definitely dragging. When you told me it was only an hour 45, I was like, oh, easy. Like, And then I know at one point you had like stopped it to see the what time we were at, and we were only 40 minutes in, and I was like, I feel like I've been watching this for at least an hour and a half already. It's, it's a really slow burn. And that's totally fine. If you enjoy that, I mean, I can I can do a slow burn movie, but like this was just not something that grasped my attention very well, I guess. Um, so I, I just didn't really care about the characters, I guess. Like they were they were trying to set stuff up to make you care about the characters, but I just didn't have that connection at all with any of the characters. Well, let's start actually talking about what the movie's about. Mm. So we follow our main character. Is it is it Vern or Fern? Fern. Is it Fern? Yeah. Because like the the V noise and the F noise. I they thought it sound, was Fern. That's what I mean. Like they sound so similar. I definitely and, like, just thought it was Fern. Yeah. We didn't have subtitles on, so it was hard to, to mm-hmm. tell. I mean, can't really fault us for that yeah. in either way. Uh, we're basically following Fern, and we learn at the beginning of the movie that there was this place in uh, Nevada. It was... Empire. Empire. Um, I wanted to say X-Plowed, and I'm like, no, that's a Pokemon. Um, <laughs> fuck me. We follow this uh, woman, and we find out she lived in Empire, and mm-hmm. there used to be a really massive sheetrock yeah, uh, like plant a mine, mine there. there. Mm-hmm. And I guess the desire for sheetrock went down in like the twenty in like 2012. We think this movie was shot around like 2012. Yeah, or at least that's the time period it's supposed to be in. If yeah. it wasn't shot in 2012, that's the time period it's supposed to be in. Well, she was at a location that said, um, it was a movie theater, and it said uh, The Avengers was mm-hmm. now playing, which was 2012. Yeah. And uh, some of her family was talking about the housing market in 2012 yeah. so it was kind of hard to get a grasp for the uh, the movie um not i totally lost my train of thought oh. because thinking of the the grasp it made me think about the editing oh, and like the editing yeah. is just all over the place so we'll yeah. get back to that but so we kind of follow her and we slowly learn about her her life throughout the course of the movie she's basically a nomad a nomad is kind of like a homeless person but they have like an rv a van yeah van whatever people. subaru whatever you want to yeah. do and they basically live at these plots of land where they're allowed to stay for a few months they work and then they just kind of keep cycling and rotating and yeah. doing whatever I, I mean i kind of got the impression they did it in like a pattern they would yeah. go one place for a few months or a month go somewhere else and mm-hmm. then just kind of repeat it yeah as the years would go on um that's the basic setup yeah. 
she meets people along which the way. Yeah, we um, I'm not familiar with our actor's name, like mm-hmm. her real name, but I think she was like one of the only actors in the movie, and I feel like a lot of the nomads were real people. I believe they are. Yeah, I just don't want to a hundred percent say yes, right. they are real. They definitely people. seem like it in in the movie. They don't seem like actors. They they seem like real people who are telling their stories. Yeah, and yeah, I mean. Some of them, like, are, are heartbreaking. Some of them mm-hmm. are, they do it just because they want to. Others yeah. do it because of uh, financial situations or, yeah. or other life situations yeah. where they don't want to stay somewhere right. for the rest of their life yeah. or they can't afford to, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, we found out with, with one of our uh, main characters, friends, that when she was getting ready for retirement, her social security said she only had, like, $500 over the course of her life. Yeah. And, like... 90% of the nomads she run into, they're all, like, elderly. Older yeah. yeah. We we run into, like, a few kids, but mm. it was just... They more so seem like hippies, yeah. whatever. Like, these nomads just... They seem more rough and tumble than just, like... Yeah. We're driving around in a car and we don't have jobs and yeah, hanging out. Yeah, it's basically, like, they retired from, like, their, quote-unquote, like, their nine-to-fives, you know, to live this lifestyle. That's yeah. kind of... And the, the, a few of them say that, too. Um, You know, they're like, oh... Like, the lady with the... The social security, you know, or there was other people that said, my friend died right before retirement. I didn't want to live like that, you know, so I retired early and I'm living like this. So that's basically, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's basically it for like the main story. Then she just kind of goes around to different camps. She talks with people. She works at places. And the movie is like really weird because like we said, it's an hour 45 it's almost like split down the middle. The first half is just like random shenanigans. Mm-hmm. It's kind of her driving around, just weird. She hangs out with people. They have like a weird sort of sermon type thing. Mm-hmm. And then like they'll immediately cut to them like dancing in like a, a square dancing club. <laughs> yeah. Like just like weird shit or then just cut back to her like hanging out in her van. Yeah. Like the, the editing for me, it was like really jarring how mm-hmm. we would go fully like a new day or like a time of day, whatever. I feel like the movie kind of did a poor job, to be honest, of, like, showing, like, a timeline. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was, like, the equivalent of, like, floating. Yeah. Like, nothing really felt like, okay, this is where we are, this is where we're going. And that's why I kind of argue it's kind of like this weird documentary movie hybrid. Mm-hmm. Because the second half of the movie, we kind of deal more with, like, her actually having a character. And, right. like, if she wants to settle down mm-hmm. or if she wants to keep moving. Which, yeah, in the beginning, she just kind of goes around and, and does whatever with like normal people. She still mm. does that at like the, the second half. It's a lot of her interactions are just with normal people, but oh, um, go ahead. Yeah. I was just, gonna I'm running say, out of stuff to say. No, please. you're fine. I, I like this thought just came into my mind when you're saying the, the separation, I think maybe it was done that way because at the beginning we're assuming that she's just starting to be a nomad she's made this decision. I'm going to live in my van. I'm going to drive around. So maybe the first half of the movie is supposed to show kind of like the glamorous side of it. Like, wow, like, look at this. I get to go wherever I want. I get to do whatever I want. I get to meet all these cool new people. Like, wow, look how great this is. Whereas the second half of the movie is really like, okay, these are the choices that I have to make. Do I want to, you know, stay in a place where I'm offered food and shelter consistently? Or do I want to continue to to live this nomad life, even if it might not be 
like all that glamorous all the time. And I think kind of like the, the ending shots where she's more like by herself, not surrounded by her friends like she was in the beginning of the movie kind of shows that difference. So maybe I, I was just kind of thinking like maybe that's what it's meant to show and maybe that's why like the first half is so different from the second half just to like show like the separate sides of being a nomad no yeah that's absolutely a a good analysis i'll agree with you because kind of like what was what becca was saying earlier i don't really care yeah sorry like no 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 i i still agree with that i'm just saying i think maybe that's maybe that's what they were going for the only thing i think out of this movie is just i have an appreciation for the people that do this Mm -hmm. it's shitty and it's it's great that uh we kind of had like a a lens quite literally to to see their lives and see how they they live day to day and kind of the hardships that they face but i just it was boring i felt like i was checking my phone a whole lot Mm -hmm. of time which i i typically try not to do Mm -hmm. with uh when we're watching movies especially when we're trying to do it for the show yeah but i just i had nothing to latch on to she she didn't really have much personality Mm -mm. she was just kind of surviving and i'm not chalking that up to the acting i know real people don't always have like these crazy arcs to go through but it's different comparing like, some of the other uh, contenders, like Promising Young Woman, like, that's mm. a movie. Yeah. I still think that should have won Best Picture, by mm. the way. just want that to be clear. Like, that's a movie. Or even Another Round. Like, the, another the round, overarching sure. story in that was really, really good. Yeah. But, like, this, like I said, it's kind of like this weird documentary-type mm. movie. And I, I'm not saying that it's bad, though. I mean, if you want to watch it, more power to you. Yeah. I just... I, I don't think I could ever see myself watching it again. No, I don't think so. Just because it's, like, there's nothing to it. There's nothing really to find on, like, a second viewing. There's no, no. moments of, like, oh, my God, like, shock or, right. like, laughter or, like, sadness or... Yeah. There was there was one at the end. Mm-hmm. There was one, uh, there was kind of, like, the uh, the organizer of this event that our main character found out about which assumedly is a real person. Yeah. He was talking about how his son committed suicide like mm-hmm. a few years ago and he was getting choked up and it, it felt really real. Yeah, and that was like one of the only parts in the movie that like felt like a movie, ironically yeah, enough that... when it was real. Right. Assumedly. Again, That's the where... part that like made you actually feel something. Yeah. I didn't really feel anything when the, we found out the, the woman died though. No. So I, I think they did it tastefully though, because the, the way yeah. they did it with, I don't know. It's so much to explain to lead up to it. Because, yeah. like, she interacted with the main character. Mm-hmm. She said about how she's canoed before. And there's, like, all these birds that she would see mm-hmm. in, like, Colorado while she's canoeing. And it looks so beautiful. Yeah. And she said, like, she had this book by, like, Dr. Kevorkian that she would carry with her. And then, Which is a really bad book, by the way. I assume so. It's not a good book. <laughs> and then our main character gets the video later. So my my assumption is that... She took the last video and then killed herself. Could be wrong. Could have just been old age. Or, no, no, she had uh, brain cancer. Yeah. I think so. She could have just died. It could have just been the timing. I just thought, like, she got the video, our main character, Mm -hmm. uh, Fern, and there was nothing else about it. It's just a few scenes after that, somebody was holding a picture and they had a fire for her. Well, yeah, and they threw the rocks in the fire. Which is what she rocks. She liked rocks. Which is me. Yeah. But rocks are cool. I love rocks. I liked seeing that rock. There were some rocks in this movie that they had like air 
pockets yeah. through them and like, From, like one the of the wind and everything yeah someone in was Arizona. saying it was yeah yeah, yeah. super cool actually just yeah. seeing some of those rocks like hard rocks yeah. with like holes through them no yeah the, again the cinematography in this movie fantastic it's beautiful you get to really see nature and uh and stuff that maybe you don't get to see that often. I mean, where we live in the PNW, Pacific Northwest, if you don't know. I um, didn't know. Oh, well. PNW. Thank you. Um, you know, we get to see a lot of, you know, like the mountain ranges and everything. But we also grew up on the East Coast. So that was all brand new to us when we came out here. So, and the movie is shot in kind of, you know, the West, Arizona, Colorado maybe Idaho at some points. It, it, it's not totally clear, but kind of that area of the United States, uh, which has a lot of different, um, you know, like landscape and geology and everything that maybe not everybody's familiar with. And I appreciate that. I like looking at big rocks, but maybe that's just me. So. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. I thought the cinematography was kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, I, hey, don't, don't, yeah. You hold on no. to your opinion. I just like, ironically enough it felt really flat i mean i know the landscape is really flat but like i don't know if you breathe some life into it with some color there wasn't really a lot of color in this movie it was just a lot of gray and just there's something maybe just like i mean the landscape out there is not always that gray looking it's not that bleak and like they didn't particularly like film it only during the winter or Mm -hmm. anything like there were times where it was clearly summer or spring or something yeah but to me personally, I just thought that it wasn't, there were good, some good shots though. There was some good framing. I'll give mm-hmm. it that. I just think the the cinematography for the landscape, it didn't totally blow me away. I will. I guess it blew uh, Kevin Feige away though. Oh, so I yes. mean, maybe I'm just an idiot. Um. Well, I will agree with you. I will say that as somebody who loves and appreciates nature and all its landscapes, um, I, I still just didn't feel anything. There's one point in time when she's like in like with the redwoods, like these giant trees and everything. And normally seeing things like that for me, like it makes me feel like, you know, something at least. I don't know if it was just because like I didn't care about her character at all or whatever, but it, it wasn't sparking anything for me when normally it would so I will agree with you on that like the lack of color and kind of really capturing the essence of these places sometimes was wasn't there um but I I do have to say I still appreciate the you know being able to take all these different areas and show them as they are I just don't like the argument if there is one that, oh, well, it's not super colorful because that's what the real world looks like. Like I would have to disagree with that. Yeah, that's what entirely. I mean. Like there's there's really not any color in this movie. You can mm-hmm. tell it's muted. Like yeah. even when we do normal scenes in the suburbs, yeah. it's muted. Yep. But I feel like it would have been a bit more impactful like if we just kind of upped the color mm-hmm. or took advantage of like natural sunlight more yeah. and natural lighting like while we're in like these open desert yeah. areas. I just I feel like Visually, it would have been a lot more appealing to yeah, me, but definitely. Uh, the one thing that I will say though is the sunsets. Like, how many beautiful sunsets do we have out here over the mountains? A and good bit. They're like almost every day, guys. Like the sunsets out here are next level. I think we see one sunset in the whole movie, um, which for me, like. 
seeing the sunset over a mountain range and like being able to like capture all of that to me that is just absolutely beautiful and I feel like they really lost an opportunity with that because it's just it happens every single day out here and there's a lot of really beautiful sunsets because there's not usually a lot of clouds in the sky um and so yeah and the sunset that they chose to like wasn't even a great one. I remember thinking that. I was like, that's the sunset you chose? That's the one that you put in the movie? Come on. Like you could have done better than that. So yeah. And I and maybe it was a choice because they wanted more of a muted color palette, you know, but I think they definitely lost an opportunity with that. I know you're passing the verbal baton to me, but I, I don't have anything to say. Okay. Like that's to fine. me, like... I'm sorry, like, I don't mean to be shitty, no, or I don't, I'm not totally saying fine. this is garbage, whatever, I just don't feel like this is a movie, there's not a whole lot to talk about. No, I there mean, isn't. I, again, I just appreciate what it is, but mm-hmm. for me, appreciation doesn't equate enjoyment. Right, I And agree. I'm not gonna say this movie's phenomenal just because it won Best Picture. Right. Like, so I don't know about you, I'm gonna wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you wanna give your rating? Um, I would give it, uh, probably I pretend I do not see. Same. I pretend I do not see. Yeah. Sorry, Chloe Zhao. Uh, I'm super happy for you that you have the opportunity to, to win Best Picture and Definitely. dip over right to a Marvel movie. Yeah. I, I hope to, to see some more color and, and life, Yeah. you know, just kind of in general. Right. Again, we both appreciated the film as, you know, taking these things in. We can both understand why it won best picture you know like we may not agree with that but the elements are there for it it's just it wasn't a captivating movie for us like we're not gonna shit on the movie just because we personally right like if this was mortal Kombat, i'd let you know if this is mortal Kombat. yeah but no it's not it's not that and some people might really enjoy this and that's totally fine we just didn't there's just nothing to really grasp onto I, yeah. di- I just didn't feel or just talk about like what did you think about this plot point like there's yeah, no, no plot points it's just her driving around her settling down and then do you want to stay or do you want to go and then assumedly she left yeah uh, that's the assumption of the ending yeah so so if you want to watch it it's on hulu feel free to go check it out we're gonna talk about spiral next week yep. hopefully Hope we can get into yeah. that. I'm actually pretty excited for that. Me too. I'm excited to see a uh, another movie in the theater. Me as well. And I'm excited to use my, my Regal Pass. Yes. Because I have not used my Regal Unlimited Pass. No. It'll be interesting to try to buy tickets together with their whole like space oh, yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. We might just have to buy them like close to each other and then yeah. just sit together. Yeah. Like nobody's going to no. you know, stop us or anything. But guys, that's about it for the show this week. Yeah. Please hit us up on Twitter. Just say hi. Yeah. And I will respond. Absolutely, I'll I'll respond. I'll yes. say anything you want for a follow. Uh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, email us uh, email us at uh, hst1pod at gmail.com. But if not, we will come back to you guys next week yes. for Spiral. Woo. Woo! Bye, guys. Bye.